0: Welcome to a brand new Razcast. this is your host Jay, I'm coming to you not live from DC, like you guys need to know that, I think that's peripheral information that probably isn't necessary, but whatever, I have a great panel with me today, because it is the Super Bowl episode, Um, I guess it's the first ever Super Bowl episode of the Razcast officially, so without further ado I'd like to bring in Alex here, how you doing Alex?
1: I'm doing good. This isn't live.
0: I'm a little disappointed. Well, you know, I add that in just in case people don't, because I figure they hear the production quality and they're like, "This shit's got to be live," because they have no idea what's going on. There's no script. <laughs> it's going so I just, I want to clarify where we're coming from. That this is actually planned, and it sounds that's like that's
1: fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, this is this is it. This is what we <laughs> could do. Uh, yeah, I'm doing good, man. I mean. I guess it's the first time I've been back on since the Cowboys lost, which, uh, you know, wasn't that surprising, which I think I said last time I was on. And, uh, you know, still not surprised, but I think we got a good game coming up. So looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, hopefully it's a good game. It's the Super Bowl. We got, we got Matthew Bowie.
2: <laughs> there it is.
0: <laughs> I remembered. You're, you should actually, uh, we had a week off last week, so I, I didn't know if I was going to pull through there.
2: You did it! I, I'm surprised you remembered, uh, but I'm pleasantly surprised. Um, and yeah, to build on what Alex was saying, I thought you were on Radio Row, and we were just <laughs> calling in right now, and you were parked right next to ESPN or something like that. So.
0: Oh yeah, I stuck ESPN. That's, um, yeah, T hole. Tea- <laughs> What's up, brother? How you doing, man? What's up? Last in order, but number one in our hearts.
3: No, I was like, "Am I gonna get the grand finale? Just on and on and on and on and on." It didn't really come, but it was just as
0: short and sweet. I wanted to build you. I wanted to build you up for the whole show, so I was actually going to bring you Uh, in, like have you online for like 50 minutes and uh, then be like, anti holes here, and then...
3: Anticipation? Okay, yeah, (laughs) I like it. We'll try that next time.
0: That's how hype works, man. you got to hype people up, so it's like you're so close yet so far away. You know, it's kind of like love, (laughs) man. Um, But we don't know about love. We're men talking about football, so we only know about... I don't know what we know about. Probably nothing, I think most would say. But we do have a big game. (laughs) And I have no idea what to discuss about it. It's It feels like there's a lot, but it's so simple. I mean, the, the narratives are set. We have a, a Patriots team. Well, here's the way I'll put it. Like, w- with this Super Bowl in particular, I would normally hate on the Patriots. But the opportunity to see Roger Goodell hand the trophy over to Tom Brady, sort of, it, it pulls me in ways I didn't think could be pulled in terms of uh, New England fandom. And I just... You know, you have that narrative, and then you have the narrative of the Falcons, who are kind of a hard-luck team, I'd classify. You know, Michael Vick, uh, when that ordeal happened, it kind of set the franchise back a bit. Um, They're an unfamiliar face, I'd say, in the playoffs, so you kind of have the underdog going for them. You have the fact that they're kind of this team that you don't see much in the playoffs or in the Super Bowl at all. So you have these two dynamics. You have good reasons to root for either team. I is there any other storylines I'm missing here that you guys can elaborate on or
2: Tom Brady's sick mom? Oh, his mom is sick. Like real sick.
0: Yeah, oh that's what you get when you have such a handsome son. That's what I like to believe, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh,
2: I mean, that's one way to say it. Yeah.
0: It was bad. I was actually going to joke, uh that's because that's why my mother's dying cuz I'm so handsome, but it didn't in my head I was like maybe I shouldn't pull that joke cuz it's kind of mean, but it's kind of funny at the I don't know. It's kind of in a um Someone, come on, guys, you're on my team. Pick up the slack, you know.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely, I mean, the one that I'm struggling with, just like you, is, uh, you know, who do I want to eat it more, Goodell or, you know, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and all of the fans of, of Boston, who still manage to, like, be insufferable, even though, the, you know, they all they've done is win in the past, you know, decade. Yeah. Um, I I I can't stand either of them, so I, I'm kind of stuck.
0: It just sucks because there are so many reasons to hit the Patriots, you know.
1: Yeah, and... I, I, I'd like to see some fresh blood in there. I mean, you know, uh, I'd love to see Goodell, you know, get served on national TV, but um, I, I, I'd rather just see somebody else win this thing.
0: We got a Falcons fan for the week, um... for just for the week, <laughs> yeah. T-Hole, you know of, you know, my hatred for the Patriots. I I mean, I wouldn't call it hatred. I think it's like the generic, you know, kind of like how people hit the Yankees or the Red Sox. Uh, you know, it's just kind of one of those lighthearted things where it's just like, yeah, it's fun to watch that team suffer. I think Duke is a big one, too. You know, people root against Duke a lot. Um, but man, Roger Goodell, he's, he's kind of a, he's a character. Do we even have T-Hole? You're a big fan of his, I thought. <laughs> right. T like Hill kind of is stay. now waiting
1: till the end again. He, he, he liked yeah. that idea so much that he just wants to build <laughs> up. No,
0: I did, I did such a bad job of introducing him the first time. He's waiting for the second go <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah,
3: I was waiting for an A and a B and a C. I didn't know you were stopping right there. Um... That's the thing. T. Hole is
0: used is used to me kind of rambling a little bit. Like when I, he's used to like he's back in the olden days, like a year ago, and I would just ramble for thirty minutes, even though like twenty five minutes before I I'd, I'd actually asked T. Hole on his opinion. So
2: he thought he had at least five more minutes to put
3: together <laughs> <Right>. a
1: thought. <laughs> he's like, wait, let me Google who Roger Goodell is. You keep going. <laughs> uh, which Roger Goodell are we talking about here? You I think know. he's a tight end. I think he's a backup tight end for the Falcons. I'm not sure.
0: You know which Goodell. You know. I know you know.
1: Well, this is nah. awkward. He's still is still he's still <laughs> he's pulling that about search. You Remember, know, I don't
0: I don't believe in edits, guys. So we're gonna we're just gonna power <laughs> through this. We're,
1: we're gonna fight through. And what about I mean we could talk uh, we could talk lines, and you know, I know that's I know that's Matt's favorite, and we and, and props too. Props, exactly. Props. That's what? where I was going. Props.
0: Yeah, let's let's do phases of the game. Let's let's say, let's let's talk about the game itself. Like first of all, you know, we we can give who we want to win. You know, I think we already have sort of, but you know, in phases of the game, where let's let's put it this way: if the Falcons win the game, what has to go right for them? I mean, let's not go simple because I guess you could just say, you know, Julio Jones has a big day and stuff. But, I mean, what are, like, does their offensive line, like, you know, we were we were going to touch on lines, like, is that a factor in the game? Like, how do you see the game playing out, I guess?
2: Well, I, the big thing for me uh, for the Falcons to win is they have to stop the run because their run defense has not been good at any point of this year. Um, and – Bill Belichick's going to recognize that and he's got three capable running backs, but if they're able to maintain the run, I think they can outscore the Patriots. Yeah, it's got to be a shootout. I think that's the only shot they have is is just, you
1: know, Brady's going to get his, he's going to put points up. You just need to you need to be able to hang points on the board. That's it. If it's a low-scoring game, I don't think it's going to go their way.
3: I'm curious. As to how this is going to play out. Atlanta's defense is on the rise right now. They're coming, they've are coming; they been coming with it. They've been improving throughout the season. They've surprised me in the playoffs, both games. It's a young defense that improved the entire year. Just as Dan Quinn, the Seattle Seahawk, former defensive coordinator, who is flourishing in the uh, head coaching role, obviously. That's what they do when they take coaches from here. Not like when they take coaches from New England who go all over the place and are all pure trash. I don't
0: know why that keeps happening. <laughs> I don't true. know why that keeps like, happening. It's the Belichick be tree hasn't had a great history of success, I'd say. But
1: some me, rotten fruit.
0: Yeah, there is a little bit. Uh surprisingly, like if you look at like maybe the Andy Reid tree, it's been way more successful, you know, just to throw a name out there. But T Hole, you know, on your boy right, Quinn I got, I got a yeah. little out of track. <laughs> nah, you, that that's a T hole staple. But I wanted to ask you about <laughs> Quinn, man. Like I you know, you, you live and breathe Seattle Seahawks football, like what can we expect from him in a big game like this? Is he gonna be kind of like the Pete Carroll or the Sean Payton where you, you take the biz, big risks if you see see a way in? Is he gonna is he gonna play conservative? Like how do you see him in this type of game?
3: Uh I think he'll take, be more a little more risk taker than we've seen in the past. I think he likes that. He's kind of a loud kind of uh cheerleader kind of coach there. They seem to like it. He's getting them hyped up. I think I'd like to see him take a few risks and I from what I've seen from them this year he's not afraid to let uh, Matt Ryan do what he needs to do if it's a big fourth down somewhere do whatever if it's thinks it'll change the game like he has total faith in what has been one of the best offenses in NFL history actually and I was leaning Falcons this whole time but everybody's starting to talk me into the Patriots and now my my faith is starting to waver yeah let's
0: let's just to Go ahead, then.
2: Uh, just just to build on what T-Hole, T-hole was saying, <laughs> this is their – I'll never get it right. One of these years. It'll be fun. Uh, this, this is their one chance to do it because once Kyle Shanahan's out of there, this offense isn't going to be the same again unless they have a really hardcore understudy under Shanahan. But he's just been magic with quarterbacks. He did it with Griffin um, and a couple of others that I can't think of off the top of my head. But – once he takes San Francisco job, it's going to be interesting to see where uh, the Falcons go. So they got to I, do it this year.
1: I saw I saw a Chip Kelly rumor there. Oh wow! Which would be hilarious. That would be. I uh, oh,
2: get rid of all the black guys. Yeah,
1: that's that's <laughs> his go-to move. That's his first move. Get get rid of all the talent and then go from there. Trading
2: Julio ch- Jones for Riley Cooper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, you know with the. You know, with this game, I I like what you brought up there because, you know, with the Falcons, you have to think, you know, a team like the Falcons, this would be their one chance. You know, there there are only a few teams in the NFL that can continually make it into the playoffs. Um, You know, that recipe for success, I guess it sort of builds into with the Patriots. It's surprising to me. You know, Alex, you mentioned the fact that the past decade, you know, it's almost 15 years now even probably that we've seen so much success from a franchise. It's easy to kind of trash talk them based on, you know, how they've done it, the process that they followed to be so successful. I, I'm i obviously not going to say they cheated their way there, but it was part of it. I'll say they didn't. Right. What I'm trying to say is, you know, it's not, <laughs> I think if they didn't cheat, you know, I think the results would be sort of similar, if that makes sense. I think that was, you know, uh, my sloppy way of trying to say that. But, you know, in terms of, you know, a matchup like this, do you, do you ever think, I, I tend not to believe in it, but do you guys ever think that emotion like this, you know, the Falcon guys, a lot of them haven't been to this level before, this type of game. Do you guys think that like nerves play it all into it or are these guys just so professional that they'll just, you know, once the, they get on the field, it, all bets are off, it's all good?
1: I don't see how you could not, you know, like on, on a stage that big being there for the first time. I mean, obviously they've handled it up till now. And you know they got they got there, but uh, you know the Patriots definitely have that advantage of you know there there's probably very little nerves going on there with the team that's just been doing it you know so machine like for you know since like what 2002 when they when they won the first time. I mean it's you know how could it not be an advantage?
2: Yeah, absolutely, it is an advantage. Uh, the advantage for the Falcons. Coming into this, is that historically this Tom Brady led Patriots team doesn't score a lot in the first quarter. Um, I think there was like nine to zero, was probably, or it's like 10 to three was the highest first quarter score of the Patriots. Don't quote me on it. I've heard it on another podcast. You're quoted,
0: man. It's, in, it's on the air forever. <laughs> <Locked> yeah. <up. laughs>
2: but uh, it's really, uh, it's really, it could really help. It could really hurt. The, sorry, I'm stumbling. It could really hurt the Falcons in the fourth quarter, though, with the, being that Tom Brady's been here seven times and if they go into the fourth quarter with a, a 10 point lead or seven or three point lead, it's it's not secure at all. So the Patriots have the big advantage in the second half with the experience, I think.
1: I think they got it. I think the Falcons have to be aware of these things. And and you know, um, I think T. hole was talking about it a little bit ago. Like, take your shots, be aggressive. Like, you you can't be timid in this game. And and you know, against a team that's that's this good, uh, you gotta you gotta take gambles and and just hope for the best. But you're not gonna. They're not gonna win the game playing it safe. It's just not gonna happen.
0: All right. Um. Let's do it this way. Let's go ahead and make our game picks, um, and then we'll kind of make a bold prediction. That'll be kind of fun uh, for the game. So, T. Hole, you you said you were <laughs> torn between. You know, people were saying this. People were saying that. Like, where at the end of the day, where you think you're going to land on the on the Falcons or the Patriots?
3: Man, I mean, just after two weeks of seeing Atlanta just dominate in the playoffs, the offense just looks perfect. I thought they were overrated. I wasn't too worried about them. Um, but they've they've proven me wrong and are looking real le- legit. As I mentioned, the defense looks vastly improved over the last few weeks. And I just think the Patriots, it's hard to say they're overrated because they're this good all the time. But I just don't think they're as good as their record or talent says they are. And I think Atlanta's kind of hotter right now. I think, I think they really are uh, peaking defensively at the right time. I think I'm going to leave Falcons here and go opposite the uh, – popular vote
1: what about the spread what about with the three points oh, i guess you're you're taking them to win so you're, you're yeah obviously to win. taking them yeah damn
2: my turn
0: yeah you guys uh you guys can figure it out <laughs> i got faith
2: in y'all okay. <laughs> uh i took Billy. the falcons money line at plus 140 it's now down to 125 i'd probably hop on it if you plan on doing so because i think it's just going to keep going down but yeah, that's my that's my pick, and my bold prediction is Muhammad's whoa, new whoa. whoa, whoa. Wins.
0: Bold predictions after? Come on, man.
2: I'm sorry. All right, what was the bold Hawkins.
0: prediction? Oh, I didn't. Too know.
2: bold. Too bold. Too Muhammad's <laughs> new wins the MVP. Oh God, <laughs> it's quite All bold. Right.
0: Yeah, that's, that's okay. Let's uh, let's make it less bold. Um, I, see. I,
2: I your mom, and who's the real MVP? <laughs> The I, Super Bowl MVP, not the. Overall no, he called
0: your your mom is the MVP. That's what I heard. That's a good
2: one, man. Wow. I heard
0: it. No, I liked it. I I, I'm a I can verify that. I think if I remember correctly, yeah. Um, Alex, what was your, what was your prediction?
1: I I'm going Patriots. I want to, I want the Falcons to win. I'll be rooting for them, but I'll take the Patriots. I'll take the 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 three point spread too. Um. I, I just don't see them losing this game. I, they're just too good. They're they're all around good. And uh, you know, T. holes pointed out that the Falcons' defense has been definitely improved uh, in the playoffs. It looks better than they did in the regular season. But I'll take the the full body of work of the of the Pats over that you know small sample. I'm going Patriots.
3: Yeah, I just read a I read a pretty convincing article on a, a ESPN I think or something from somewhere. And uh, is it Barnwell? Yeah, he's tucking the pets blow out, and they had me kind of convinced. I was just like, oh.
0: We lost Alex. Boy, we lost everyone.
3: That on, that on the <laughs> Razzball? yeah, Raz HQ. coming out later.
0: Yeah, this is uh, technology at its best. Razzball HQ got attacked. Um, <laughs> I don't know by what yet. I was trying to think of something clever, but as usual, uh, nothing. So before we were rudely interrupted, I don't even know. I, I think Skype. It was a Skype fail. Um, but uh, what would you call that? A fipe? a scale a scale anyhow um i'm not sure why i'm combining those two words uh where were we alex were we on bold prediction
1: yeah well at think t-hole was talking about the uh,
0: oh right right the,
1: the barnwell blowout prediction for the yeah.
0: patriots yeah for those who don't know bill barnwell he does uh, a lot of great writing so be sure to check that out what did he say that convinced you so much t-hole
3: Oh, I mean, it was just, I didn't even read the whole thing. I mean, it was an extremely long, <laughs> I didn't even get into that much, but I mean, it was just kind of like, you know, he's just talking about, you know, you know what was how up. how, yeah, I mean, they're just, it seems to me, I've never, there's been, never been a team that's just more about the coaching, I mean, they're just like a machine or something, I don't understand it, because again, I don't like, love the talent, necessarily, everywhere, it's not the greatest, but they're just a machine, but... I just I'm feeling Atlanta right now with the momentum. The Patriots had kind of an easy route this year. All
0: right, and what what was your bold prediction, man? I think I think Matt started the the trend of blowing his uh, thingamajig before it was time. It happens. Not not it often, happens but.
2: every day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> bold prediction: Coleman has uh, two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving.
0: I oh, oh.
2: see. I like it. Yeah.
0: I'm cool with it. Um for my bold prediction, I will say uh Tom Brady has more than four turnovers. Um and Patriots. <laughs> yeah, and Patriots still win.
1: So didn't you tell, Ooh, got, them- didn't you tell us to be prediction. less
2: bold, that's a pretty bold <laughs> one. Yeah. I'll change
1: my bold prediction. <laughs> you're changing it? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. I'll man. Change it. All right. We're waiting. Lady Come Ga- on, let's go.
2: Lady Gaga brings out the Migos during the halftime show.
0: All right. Yeah, I mean
2: awesome. okay. uh I, I w- there's 55,000 signatures. So, if they bring listening. out
1: Migos at halftime, they they're not even going to be able to play a second half. The whole <laughs> stadium is just going to burn. It's going to be great.
2: Exactly.
0: I keep on I keep on looking at the T-hole thing indicator hoping he'll jump in. I'm waiting for your T-hole. Jump in, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's fine. Okay, so let me take care of the plug really quick. We have SeatGeek.com, dot com where you can get all your tickets. You get, you get cool stuff. You let me get you the code first. It's Raz NFL R A Z Z NFL. You know what? These ads just keep on getting better and better. I realize, but um, you get twenty dollars off your first purchase. Ads. Yeah, I know. They really convince people. I think
3: honestly, Dude, like. I- Can they hook me up to them? I, Jay, I am in New Orleans right now. Can they get me tickets to the All-Star Game? I keep looking on the website. I'm using it. I am going to buy them. I am going to use our website. We love it. I use it daily.
1: But can they hook me up, though?
0: Yeah, I'm sure they can. (laughs) (laughs) This is definitely... um, They will
1: sell you tickets. Do you count that as being hooked up? At a discount,
0: is <laughs> Yeah, you're for sure in New Orleans. I can, I can hear <laughs> this whole podcast is evidence of that. Um, okay, so now that that's out of the way, there are, <laughs> there are a couple news items um, that I wanted to get your your uh, your thoughts on. First one up, Kirk Cousins. I just like this one because it sounds so Kirk Cousins. His his quote on on the 49ers reported interest in him was, "It's good to be wanted." Eh, a little salty, I'd say. A little emotion. In that statement, everything I expect from a cousin statement. Uh, you guys, how real is this? You think he stays with Washington? You think 49ers, obviously they need him, but will they get him? I don't know.
2: He's just being petty. He'll be on the Redskins next year. He wants a yeah. long-term contract that he's not going to get this year. He's going to make $23 million. I don't feel sorry for the guy.
1: I think they'll re-sign him. I think the Redskins will re-sign him. You don't think he'll you, you think he's just going to get the franchise tag though? You don't think they're going to they're going to get a long-term deal worked out? Uh, do you think they will? I think they will. I Yeah. Maybe that's too much confidence in like Redskins management to get something right, but um yeah, I just I mean,
2: haven't I just it, haven't heard any progress towards that at all. They got time. Yeah.
1: I I, I don't know. I just I I Here's the I don't thing: see you taking chances with a with a quarterback like you can't let those guys hit the market if they're even like somewhat above average. Here's the
0: thing: I kind of I kind of agree with both of you. It, it and here's what I mean by that: like I think Kirk Cousins is a unique situation where you know the negotiating table is a lot bigger than it would be with other quarterbacks because this is a guy who was, or at least they're further apart because Kirk Cousins is a guy who was drafted in the third round; he wasn't expected to be a starter. And then suddenly out of nowhere, he's the starter. So you're, there's a level of separation, I think, for where he was projected and where he is now. And if you're in the same organization, I kind of get the idea that management always viewed you as this sort of backup option. And since there's, you know, the, the way the quarterbacks are in the league, you're now their primary option. And it, it's a big jump, I think, especially when it, when it comes to, uh, you know, monetary terms, if, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, I think it makes sense. I, I, I just, you know, it, you just don't take chances with the quarterbacks. Like once you, you find one that's good, and I mean, Kirk Cousins isn't the best, but he's a solid option, and, and you just lock him up and, and, and move on. It's just not a good game to play if your management.
3: Yeah, and then do they want to start back over? It's like, but it's just like the relationship between him and the GM, who's supposed to be this legend, is just it's just so awkward. every time I watch that video, like I mean, it's just weirder and weirder and weirder and weirder. I'm just like so weird. Like, how do they keep interacting? It seems like they don't really care either way. Would they move on? They don't really have a good backup plan. As you were talking about the importance of the quarterback, you just have to lock up yeah. and move on.
1: And, yeah, Exactly. Uh, like if you're not, if you don't, if you don't have your quarterback locked up, like, and if they get rid of cousins, you're rebuilding at that point. Like if you don't know who your quarterback is, you're rebuilding. You're, you're starting
2: that's fact. It. That's a fact.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, what, what would be
2: your backup option? Um, Colt McCoy, <laughs> you know, yeah, unless, yeah, you're, the, unless you're the Denver Broncos, they're not exactly rebuilding. Yeah, that's true.
1: Actually, that let's go they, ahead. They, they took a first rounder on Paxton Lynch, though. But yeah, you're right. I mean, the rest of the roster is, uh, you know, is is in much better shape than Washington's. But they didn't make the playoffs. Yep. Yeah,
0: and so there's there's the other um, quarterback. It's the Cutler thing that it looks like. Um, shit, what was that? Um, the Bears? I just lost it. Okay, here we go. Um, the Bears are interested in Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, from the Patriots, so that could be heating up um, after the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, we talk about, you know, we just talked about Kirk Cousins, how Washington needs to basically resign him because, I mean, this, again, just to reiterate a point, it's no secret, this is a QV starved league, so if you find one that's adequate, you kind of have to pounce on it because there ain't nothing going to come that's better for a while. I mean, that's just the nature of the NFL. And thus we just described the world that Jay Cutler lives in, but... It's like opposite bizarre world for him in Chicago. It's never been a great match, you know. The fans and the the organization have never fully been on board. It seems with Cutler. I've, I'm a Cutler apologist. I I actually think he's a lot better than, uh, most think he is, and I think the Bears just never gave him a great, I don't know, environment. They've literally had no offensive line the last decade. <laughs> their their coaching staff have especially when it comes to quarterback or offensive coordinators, have been a revolving door. Uh, and the wide receivers, he's had pretty good ones here and there, but the numbers that he's put I don't know, what do you guys think? Am I, am I too much into Cutler's camp? Am I too biased here? Or? No,
2: you're absolutely right. Uh, Cutler hasn't had an offensive line around him. They give him wide receiver weapons, but they don't give him anything to protect him. Uh, the same same thing's going to happen if they bring in the hometown hero, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, if they don't protect him, he's not going to succeed. And then bears fans are going to blame him because they're not the smartest fan base in the world, except for the Razzball listeners that are bears fans.
1: (laughs) uh, You know, hasn't anybody learned, like if you're targeting somebody else's backup, like you're, you're probably fishing in the wrong well, right? Like, I mean, when, when's the last time it worked out the Patriots backups? The last couple that they got rid of, uh, you know, what castle and, and, and mallet. Don't ever forget about Matt Hasselbeck, the legend. <laughs> the, Hasselbeck. <laughs> the bald legend. That's that's like the exception that proves the rule. I mean, the rest of these guys are like Nick Foles, like, you know, Kevin Cobb. Um, Mark Brunel. Well, oh, that's, yeah, that's for sure. Man. You, um, you, got a, you got a couple decent ones. But they, these guys, I feel like they always get overpaid for and, and it, wait, rare, wait, 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 it rarely wait, wait, works wait, wait. out.
3: <laughs> wait there was one other guy who's the <laughs> guy the texans just had? <laughs> oh brock Osweiler. no 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 the guy that was good for like a little bit before oh, matt, matt schaub yeah, yeah he was okay
1: right schaub was all oh. right del Oum was all right for a little bit until they weren't you know uh, oh my god and then
0: then he's back up now to what joe flacco right
1: uh. <laughs> yep oh god
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> what what that's like the true sense of purgatory right you're getting an nfl salary you're just chilling you used to be all right you used to be capable enough to maybe lead a team to the playoffs not necessarily through it but you know you're you're average and then you're selling this dude's i don't know i would just laugh at myself if that happened to me
1: yeah, and what's wrong with, you know, what's wrong with being, uh, like, Charlie Whitehurst made an entire career out of just holding the clipboard. Clipboard Jesus. Oh, yeah, that's not a great bad deal. Yeah, am
2: doing it, too. But yeah, that's not a
1: bad deal. I mean, you know, yeah, it, it sucks if you're somebody like, like a Schaub who had, like, a brief moment where people thought that you were good, and then you go back to that, but it sounds like that's a bad place to be. Man, it it
0: came crumbling down for Shob. It was, like... quick. Win. Right? It was like four games where he had like 18,000 interceptions. Um, yeah.
2: You know. All returned for touchdowns.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the um, the Clipboard Jesus thing because T. Hole is a special memory of that. Uh, I think that's been the only Pete Carroll move that's quite questionable. Would you agree with that, T.
3: Hole? Oh, yes, definitely.
0: Probably. Yeah, Charlie Whitehurst. The Charlie Whitehurst that. era. I,
1: I wasn't <laughs> <here>. <laughs> Wasn't he, he also really there for Matt cup? Flynn? Oh. Wasn't he there for Matt Flynn, too? Yes. Yeah, so oh, yeah. I'm
3: not saying he's the greatest with the uh, trades. I'm not saying necessarily. Yeah, there was a couple well,
1: mistakes when they, there. Flynn, they signed, going. I think, the same offseason they brought in. They drafted Russell Wilson. They signed Matt Flynn. Right, right. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, One I mean, of those, crazy. great
3: decision. I, One I'll of those, never, not so much. I'll never forget when I was watching that draft. I was like, why are we drafting a quarterback? He <laughs> signed a quarterback. We got locked up with Matt Flynn, man. What do you mean <laughs> this Russell Wilson guy? I'm Super Bowl. For, for real, I was like, oh, "Why did we? Why are we wasting a pick on a quarterback?" I said this shit I have the draft. I'll <laughs> never forget it because I was like, "Oh man, he's a legend." I was like, this. "And so it was. It was. It was pretty cool. It worked out that way, though." Poor Matt Flynn, though. At least he got paid a little bit. A rich Matt Flynn. Yeah.
0: And I'll be honest, you know, I, I think Russell Wilson, especially kind of him and Colin Kaepernick kind of represent the two roads traveled in the NFL. Like you have uh, a weird, not weird, you have a bad ownership group. You have, uh, you know, maybe not so great of a staff, you know, the environment around you. And then you see what happens to Colin Kaepernick. But you see Russell Wilson, who's still flourishing, probably because uh, Pete Carroll's staff is pretty solid. Probably because, well, it's not because of the offensive line, but because you have a good defense. Because you have a good um, home stadium, I don't know. It just it's interesting to watch these two guys, how they've kind of separated when they used to be kind of their peers to each other. Uh, not probably like six years ago, five years ago. Um, you know, moving on to let's see. Oh, here's an interesting stat. Let's go back to the Super Bowl. I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this. Only 26% of Americans would prefer to see the Patriots win. However, 38% think they will win. So that's that's kind of like – I would say that's representative of what we would expect, right? I mean mm-hmm. most people don't want to see him win but figure they're probably going to win. That's where I'm at. Actually, you know, the percentages seem lower. I, I, I'd assume that would be higher to 50%, you know, like for the haters and for,
1: you know, who who they think will win. Um, hmm who outside of Boston wants the Patriots to win? That's like yeah, that's true. Like New England, I guess. I don't know. I guess that makes I have sense.
3: Two I I mean, I have two has, that Atlanta dude. has no
1: support. It seems like yeah. Good... Why? I, I guess. I mean, Atlanta's never been like a like a great sports town. Um, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but yeah. I mean, I, I never,
3: think I never understood why it wasn't. Like, I mean, it's in a cool southern area. Like, well, there's a lot going on down there. A lot of people that like basketball. Down there. Right, huge Why city. Why wouldn't it be popping off?
1: Well, they care more the about college games. sports. They care that about makes out. sense. It's, it's huge. It's huge college football territory. And, like, yeah, just college sports in general, I think that's, that's always been higher up than, than any of the pro sports teams that are down there.
0: You know, it's true, I think their peak for fandom was actually probably, you know, back in the Braves days with, you know, right. Glavin and Maddox and Smoltz, right? That that seems like their peak for professional.
1: Yeah. But that was they were cranking out, you know, like a decade straight of winning the division. I mean, you know, it's like a lot of sustained success. I mean, any just about any team will be will will get good fan support with that level with that kind of a run. Right. And if I remember correctly,
0: the Hawks sucked then, the I think what was it the the Falcons weren't very good, right? Yeah. Like even...
1: you know, look, nobody's got to go out and support a bad team, right? I don't think that that's like a measure of a bad fan base if nobody shows up like if the product's not good. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Don't, don't don't pay the money, but you know, like you look at you know, they had a pretty good run of like, you know, Hawks teams and they don't fill, you know, they don't fill the stadium even with a good team. Like
2: yeah, Jay, are so gonna... Jay, are you going to Jay, are you going to support the San Diego Raiders?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Most likely not. Uh so the
2: lo- Los Angeles uh, Chargers guy.
0: Yeah, I mean I've talked about this endlessly, you know, <laughs> throughout I just I have no problem. I I lived in LA, you know, for a while, so it's it's really I mean, to be terribly honest, I always tell people, like just you watch, in about twenty years, like LA and San Diego are gonna be pretty much the same city just because the two cities will have grown so much into each other. More more from LA's doing. And especially with Orange County growing the way it is, it's just going to be one big mega city. Um, so it, it won't even matter. Uh, it'll just be Los Diego or something. There's, so, there's
1: the bold prediction. It's not yeah. football.
0: Right. Los Diego at Anaheim. That'll be the name of the city. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Like, I, I don't know if you guys uh, have. Have you guys ever visited the area?
1: Yeah, I've been plenty.
0: Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. I mean, it, it may not be, like, one, you know, like, something from Blade Runner or something, but yeah. sooner or later, the cities are just going to run into each other. So, I, you know. um, All right, so I guess the last news item would be that the Broncos and John Elway are working out a contract. I just, I like talking about it because I always think John Elway's... Uh, managerial talents are pretty overrated I think people kind of confuse it with his historic football career which to be fair is a pretty good one Um, it's funny like my dad when he was alive he always hated Elway just because um, I was actually born in Baltimore so my dad uh, before that was a big Colts fan Baltimore Colts uh, for those who didn't know that was a thing but John Elway was drafted by them, and he did—you know—he was the first one to pull the Eli Manning of refusing to play for a team. So that's why I always hated them. Uh, that aside, that's totally for Matt Bo- Matt, Matt Bowie's uh, bean bean chair, I believe. I think we figured it <laughs> out. But
2: I'm not sitting in the beanbag chair today.
0: Oh, then what are you sitting on? Like a uh, wait, wait, let me guess—it's it's one of those tennis ball containers with one tennis ball in it, and you're just rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah, just going by sound man <laughs> yeah
2: that's oh, a good guess what else could it be
0: uh it's good for posture though you should definitely i don't know if it's good for posture don't listen to me um i don't want to cause any back injuries um yeah i don't know what it is what is it what do you think it is
2: I, i'm just sitting here in a chair so okay. it's probably tea hole this time
0: yeah, well, the funny thing is I can actually see, like, who's making noise based on – because I see the picture, you know, and it lights up when someone makes noise. So.
2: Busted. Yeah. <laughs> all right, um, I'll go on mute. No, it's fine. I don't
0: want you to go on mute. I want these sound effects because they add to the flavor. It, it like, adds an ambiance, you know, that people can – it's like a comfortable it's thing. It's
2: nice, relaxing – it's like we're all sitting in a beanbag chair together.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> just fry it, fry up meat in the kitchen while we're yeah. recording. So oh, yeah, just a on huge the beanbag, static in the background.
0: <laughs> yeah, real men totally do this. I totally agree. Um, so I don't know your guys' thoughts on Genway. I don't think I can't imagine him going anywhere else. I mean, the Broncos and him are synonymous, right? I mean, that's that's
1: yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, he's never gonna life. leave. You know, he's never gonna leave that for another gig. He's there for as long as they'll have him. Like I said, dude, I know the owner, the owners, one of his
3: sons. I know him. You got to follow this guy on Snapchat. This guy's on TMZ. You can call him. It's (laughs) hilarious. I'm like,
0: how bizarre. Yeah. I'm not
3: going to dog him on national radio, but you got to find it. What (laughs) about on the Rasball podcast? People have to personally. What uh, about in the DMs? Yeah,
1: somebody would have to hit me there for that. Okay, he really trying to get followers. That's yeah, the cliffhanger. That's how he's getting followers.
0: <laughs>
1: he is
3: an interesting character.
1: Um, so
0: you know, going back, I didn't, I didn't realize it, but I guess we should get a couple of minutes on it. Uh... <laughs> it's so distracting, Matt. Stop it! <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I know that's the worst part. I know you think you're not doing anything, but just you know, uh on I'll the chart noise to talk about the OA. <laughs> i know no that's oh. next week i i, I did uh, want to start the hype so on that but yeah is it well if we just let's start see. talking
1: about it then we'll be talking about it well we're it.
0: probably going to be talking about the super bowl you know what happened how it happened what what it did um to use horrible english but um i do want to talk about the way i do want to start the pope show i still haven't started the pope show um but before we get to that, because I'm getting sidetracked again, the, the San Diego Raiders, what are your guys' chances? You think in fifty fifty? I think it's zero chance. I think it's just like this weird rumor, but I don't know. What do you guys think?
3: Yeah, yeah I don't think
2: it's gonna Same. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad
0: you guys did it all at once. That was that's really yeah, worked, <laughs> that's efficient. efficient here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys got the group rate. Um so I actually mentioned this, the San Diego Raiders being a possibility. I actually thought they were going to do this earlier when the Chargers were thinking about going to L.A. I thought the Raiders were going to be like, okay, well, we'll just, you know, we'll go to San Diego. It's all good. But I just I, – I always thought it was a pipe dream sort of uh, uh, aspiration. So, yeah, I did want to hype up next week's episode because I did – we are going to be going into our non-football mode if we've already been doing that. So – I guess it it won't change much, but during the off season, if you guys haven't uh, gone through an off season with us before, it's pretty fun. At least for us, I'd like to think, because we talk about non football stuff. I mean, we still talk about football stuff, but you know, we're gonna talk about the OA as was spoiled earlier by Matt. Um, uh, yeah, send all uh, complaints to at unbreakablemv. Uh, yeah, um, T. Hole. It's at
2: Razball underscore mb
0: <laughs> there you go um t-hole much sadness you and i won't be able to talk about game of thrones like we usually do because it's just so far away i don't know how you've been feeling about this like this is around the time we'll you start um, getting hyped i don't like do you even remember what me. happened last season i don't remember
3: man i've had i've had so much going <laughs> on like i'm forgetting like when it's even supposed to come back on like i was just having even June. I thought about it, but I'm excited. But I mean, yeah, I thought it used to be around this time.
0: It yeah, on? it's like five months, maybe four months. What was that, Matt? You said June.
2: Yeah. Is Silicon Valley still coming in April or March? I hope so. That's my favorite.
1: That shit is so great. That, 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 like that whole block of Game of Thrones, Silicon Valley, and Veep is like. Oh yeah, it's incredible. That's it. That's it. That's the two-hour highlight of the week, which is the words just came out of my mouth and it made me really sad for my life, but. I, i so stand by it
0: no that's that's why it's there to make you not sad you know <laughs> so
2: hey jay's jay's always passed out by then so
0: <laughs> yeah i'm in wait are you talking about are you calling that's me an your, alcoholic that's... or an old man i can't i
2: thought no sunday was your drinking day right
0: oh yeah actually i haven't there's been no football so i haven't really i've been kind of skipping out so this is my recharge well, there's NBA. Yeah. Right, I don't I don't really watch the NBA unless it's the playoffs cuz I, you know, like half the t- half the league makes it into the playoffs. So I figure, you know, cutting in half is much better uh, for that me. It means you're
1: missing out on all this great Sixers action. <laughs> I don't and know. Isa- I I don't know. I just Isaiah
0: Thomas. I'll tell you what, like I used to be a huge uh, basketball fan. I was uh, a Houston Rockets fan growing up because Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon, was my favorite player. And that was back when like Charles Barkley was doing his Twilight years there, and they had Clyde the Glide Drexler in his Twilight years, and they were just alright, you know, they made the playoffs. They weren't... This was during the Bulls dynasty, you know, so no one was going to top that, but... Um, I just started phasing out, I became less they interested in titles, it.
1: won titles, didn't they? They, they?
0: Maybe, I... It's so yeah. long ago. Um, in
1: between, they, they, when Jordan retired, they, they, they went back to bed. Oh
0: yeah, see that, then... You know, it's easy to do that when Jordan's gone, <laughs> yeah. but, you know. <laughs> that's, when, that's when you strike. Right, so... Basketball now for me though the thing is I just love playoff basketball so much because the intensity and the players and I don't know just the environment I is just so much of a cool thing like I can't really watch regular season if that makes sense.
1: That's fair. The, The the regular season on like the best teams you know are definitely coasting a little bit even you know like the Spurs like you know they rest guys a lot. Um, especially last year when they had Duncan too, so you get everybody at their best, like really locked in the playoffs. It's fair, well, but yeah, the- Sixers fans can't 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 look forward to that. We gotta we gotta take what we get. So I'm enjoying every every minute of Joel Embiid that I can get. Just trust get the
2: process.
1: Exactly. I'm taking I'm taking it in every every second of that. That's my playoffs.
0: Wait, so explain that split. You're you're a Cowboys fan, and then the Sixers fan. Like,
1: what? Yeah, it's, it's all all other Philly sports except for football. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, it's it's strange. I so,
0: are, but are you just neutral on the Eagles? Because I feel like no one you either hate or love the Eagles. Yeah, I feel like I they're one of those I, teams.
1: Yeah, I, I don't like them. And it's okay. something. There's something <laughs> weird that happens when you know, like these, like the fans. You know that, like, i go to three other sports you know sporting events with and and will enjoy them but this switch flips when they go into an eagles game where they're just like hey let's be extra trashy you know in 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 lincoln financial field let's really just be garbage human beings for for a few hours and and i could just never get on board with it i'm including my own family there um like family loved ones you know great friends but when they're in that parking lot in that stadium they're just horrible people like buffalo bills level Uh, well, less like fun, like Buffalo Bills people, like, you know, like they're, they're laughing, they're having a good time and, you know, putting each other through tables. Um, but you know, like I, you know, I've saw, you know, a a grown man, you know, take a dump in a trash bag and throw it at some people that he didn't like in an Eagles, you know, tailgate. So
0: (laughs) that's some uh, good planning though. It's just like, all right, (laughs) well, I'm going to throw some shit on people. Where can I get some shit? Oh, I know I'm going to actually shit. But then, right, like, how does he know, like, there are times when I don't have to go. Like, how do you, how do you react like that? Like, this dude, this dude knows how to poop.
1: And, uh, you know, like, I've been, I went to, like, (laughs) I go to games because it's around. I just don't wear, you know, Cowboys gear because I value my life. And, uh, you know, like, I was in a preseason game. With uh against the Ravens, and you know, I'm in the upper level, and there was a little like a family with a little girl there, little girls wearing a Todd Heap jersey, and the entire section started an asshole chant at a a small girl wearing uh the opposing team's jersey in a preseason game. I was like, oh, you people are fucking animals, and they're probably all upstanding citizens in, in the rest of their lives, like you know, like bankers and lawyers, and then they just go there and get blackout drunk and and and. horrible things
0: yeah well i you know it's interesting i don't know why how the philly fan base got to this kind of stigma i mean i know how they did it but it's just interesting how they kind of it seems almost now they try to live up to it at this point so um we're just hitting our stride and it's the end of the show (laughs) (laughs) and now introducing (laughs) t-hole He's never there when you need him. Still not. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe
2: next
0: week. All right. So, a simple goodbye. Good luck to both the Super Bowl teams. I hope everyone has a great Super Bowl weekend. I will probably... I'll be honest. I know this is going to sound a bit strange, but I normally don't watch the Super Bowl. So, um, it's just one of those things I kind of don't do. I don't know why that tradition started, but I do uh watch the puppy bowl I kind of i was just gonna
1: guess puppy bowl guy
0: yeah i do enjoy that <laughs> a bit i mean you know who hates puppies honestly i mean i think it's hitler and you know a couple other eagles dudes eagles fans right eagles fans there you go so hitler and eagles fans that that's yeah i i think that's fair so <laughs> so anyhow um I'll usually watch the highlights. I mean, I'll tune in here and there, but I'm not an avid watcher. You know, usually I'm barbecuing, I'm hosting. I'm... You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of on the back oh, of my mind. Oh,
2: so, so you're present for something. Yeah, it's
0: just the event. You know, yeah, I'm not really paying... right. Yeah, so okay. I,
2: was, I thought I you just was... shunned the Super Bowl. Oh right. no, no, like no! That... right. Like I'm not
0: <laughs> right. No, I'm a, I'm an eccentric person. I eat cheese and drink wine, and you know, I watch Murder She Wrote uh, instead of the Super Bowl. <laughs> um...
2: Yeah, that's like that's like watching the first nine episodes of a season of Game of Thrones,
1: being like, well, fuck the finale!" Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. a battle scene that resolves all of this conflict. I'm out. <laughs> yep. I
0: mean, Maybe next year. Yeah, and so
1: I no, don't know. The it's... game is definitely the background to the food. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that
0: for sure. And the drink, of course. So, yes. Um, but yeah, do we have T hole back? Because he needs to plug his Twitter. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay, it's not gonna happen, guys. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, Matt, we already gave you Twitter, but go ahead and give it again. You get double dipping this episode.
2: Yes, I uh, might even gain an extra follower. Uh, it's Brasval underscore M-B.
0: All right. And Alex, we can follow you at,
1: on Twitter, how? At the T-H-E-E, Alex Lee.
2: The Alex Lee!
1: Yes, yes.
0: It only <laughs> works if you type it while saying it like that. The audible level <laughs> <Yeah, is, laughs> to it it <laughs> it a certain it point. It,
1: will, it won't <laughs> let you follow me otherwise. All
0: right. So, um, we have officially lost... T-hole, I believe, so um, I don't know what his Twitter is. Let me look it up really quick. Lord Beddict,
2: I think. Yeah, I
0: think think it is. Is there a
2: one? Is
1: there a one in it?
0: There might be a three. There might be a 28. I almost have it. All right, it's just that Lord Beddict, B-E-D-D-I-C-T, one. There was a number. Okay, so it's just one. Okay. He's the first Lord of Beddict, apparently. (laughs) <laughs> so thank you for joining us again. Enjoy your Super Bowl weekend, and we will talk about the Super Bowl next week. Hopefully, we'll just make it like a whole smorgasbord of people because I know Zach and uh, Jen wants to jump on. We'll just we'll have a big discussion, and we can finally talk OA, and we can talk about what's the Pope show again called Matt?
1: Young, Pope. Uh, the young Pope. Oh, that's right. Ooh, Sorry, I figured you you'd know too? Alex too, but you know, no, everybody's. Every, I've been hearing good things, but oh, it's incredible. Is it better than the OA? Yes. All right, cool. Then I'm in.
0: All right, and so we're going to discuss those. Oh,
1: you didn't like the finale? Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get into it next week.
0: Oh, oh okay. I Here we go. Like
2: that. Uh, I'm going to though. Like uh, I'm going to, though. Like I'm All right, you got
0: to. Perfect place. cliffhanger. Perfect cliffhanger. Way to draw back the audience. Up,
2: I'm going to start blowing <laughs> up your DMs at like two in the morning while you're <laughs> <laughs> while you're laying next to your fiance. Just <laughs> what? what didn't you like
1: about it? What part exactly lost you? Yep. we'll get into we'll it.
0: All right, and go Falcons and Patriots. I really don't know who to root for, so whatever. Enjoy
3: it. Rise (laughs) up.
1: Go Lady Gaga.